Welcome to The Power of Me, creating meaningful success for female leaders who already have achieved success, but still suffer from self-doubt, comparison, competition, and are looking to transform their mindset. Here's your host, Tracy Crossley. Hey there, I'm back again, back again. You know what? I've got so much to say when it comes to this topic. But first, you're going to notice that there is a podcast name change. So now we're going by the power of me, creating meaningful success. The reason I changed it is I recognize that most of us don't get that we have all the power inside of us. We think it comes from somewhere else. We think we have to wait to be educated in the right way, to go through the right experiences, to do all sorts of things, acrobatics, whatever. And the thing is, is the power is inside of you. And as a female leader, that is what I want to focus on, as you know, in this podcast anyway, is ways that you as a female leader can change your mindset and your motivation and become the most outstanding leader that you probably never even dreamed you could be because of how you're going to feel. And that is, to me, a gift. So I wanted to change it to that. And plus, I'm writing a book on it. And I thought, you know, this title just speaks so well to, I believe, women now and women in the future. So with that, my friends, I'm going to get started on today's lovely topic. Yes. So One of my favorite things as a female is to talk about emotions. (laughs) So episode 15, are you too emotional as a leader? Oh, yes. So that, my friends, was the big issue many years ago when I was in corporate. And it's pretty much stayed an issue in my life in terms of whenever I have been in a leadership role and the expectation of emotion around a woman. So as a woman, the assumption is sooner or later, you're going to be a basket case of emotions, right? Like somebody's expecting you to just lose your shit. And, <laughs> and some of us do, okay? Don't, don't feel shame. Don't kick yourself in the butt. You might believe you do a good job of masking them or even disassociating from them or coming across as emotional, but maybe only in appropriate situations, right? Where it's called for. So. It's as though many of us women are playing a role we feel molded into. Of course, this comes from expectations of your own and from other people. And you may not realize how that's seeped in other people and what they want for you or what they expect of you. And maybe not even you personally, but let's say females in general. And that sneaks in there. It's a really sad commentary on being yourself, like being authentically who you are. So for many women, the question is more about who am I and is she acceptable? And if she is emotional, does that make her need to go back to kindergarten or dig a hole to crawl into? Yeah, these are the questions you want to ask yourself because I feel like so many of us have trouble being, as I like to do air quotes, authentic leaders because of all the garbage that comes with it. 
So I think it was a few months ago. I don't even know in time. Uh, the last few years for me seem to have just all combined into one big long year. So, and I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean that in a, when I look back, it just feels like it all runs together. Anyway, so there was some brouhaha, oh, I don't know, a few months ago, I guess, over a male CEO who had shed tears in a video. I didn't watch it, but there was a lot of feedback about it because we live in a pretty damn ridiculous society in terms of the idea of showing emotion, as though emotion has something to do with weakness, which is so crazy because people, I don't care if they're a freaking robot or act like a robot, they still have emotions. They have emotions that keep them acting like a robot. And they're so damn afraid of their emotions that they're going to be a robot. Because that is the only way that most people can, I don't want to say most people, okay, let's say some people can handle their emotions is by pushing them down and pushing them away. So then that just makes them do weird shit and say weird shit and act weird. Okay, so anyways, here's the deal. To be emotional, it takes tough tits. Yep, I didn't say balls. I said tough tits because, frankly, that's where it's at, right? And, hey, if you breastfed, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know that. Those are some pretty tough tits. And even if you haven't, you still know because you got to wear a bra every day, okay? Like, literally, you got to strap them suckers in. And the problem with all of that is we are completely trying to cut off a part of being a human being. So I think of courage as not being stoic. I think of being of courage as being yourself, emotions and all, everything, all the bits and pieces, all the flaws, all the things that you would like to have go away, especially if you're comparing yourself to other people and thinking they're more wonderful than you, especially if they're a leader and they seem to have a flawless way of leading and their business is doing wonderfully and whatever other points you might compare on, you can make yourself a crazy person. And the problem is you may think that that looks wonderful and how you are is not wonderful. That judgment is never going to make you wonderful. Like you beating yourself up doesn't make things better. It doesn't make things change. It doesn't make your emotions go away. To be clear, emotions are not a temper tantrum. Emotions are also something to look at when it comes to your reactions. They give you a clue because when you have a reaction, okay, that's an emotional reaction. You want to know why you're triggered. To me, it gives me a clue. What is actually going on inside of me that I'm getting triggered by something? Even if I don't show it to the outside world, I feel it on the inside. A lot of us, and I used to do this, compartmentalize all those emotions and that by the way, is what leads you to being overly emotional. And when I say overly emotional, I mean, you feel out of control and you're reacting. You're an emotional reaction. It's not coming from a deeper place inside of you of true feeling. It's coming from a reaction to a story or an idea or a belief you have, and it's coming out. And then you feel out of control and you think, oh, I got to get those emotions under control. That's what comes from trying to hold them down too tightly. So let me get to the introduction here. So being a female is an opportunity. Yeah, I really believe it is. It is an opportunity to use it, be it and show it to yourself first. Like, yep, she's pretty awesome, even if she is a hot mess. And that's the thing. You know, that acceptance. Yeah, that's the thing. Anyways, to feel 
as though you can accept yourself. And then what gets reflected to the outside world is not something you are trying to control the narrative. Because when you actually connect to yourself, you don't need to control the narrative. I never control the narrative. I used to control the narrative. All of my energy went to outside of me and worrying about how others perceive me and working very, very diligently on that identity. I don't do that anymore. So I have unshakable confidence, meaning deep down inside, I'm a rock. I have emotions, but they don't become hysterical or whatever fucked up, excuse me, term that is. Hysterical is a word to describe women, right? Because we know that where that comes from. And the thing is, is that women don't want to be called that, especially as a female leader. Holy cow. You don't want to be called that. You don't want to be described as an emotional woman. It's not to be emotional and drowning in it because you're drowning in a bunch of reactions. It's about being emotive. It's about allowing things to be. And that is really difficult for most women. Like I said, like with unshakable confidence, it's because I don't hide parts. I don't shove parts. I don't do that crap anymore. And so I don't have to apologize for myself before I even walk into a situation. I get to be me. And I allow that. And when I allow that, let me tell you, things are easier as a leader a thousand times. It is to use your emotions to have a clue about your creative mind. Because yes, knowing your emotions helps with your intuition and knowing yourself. It gives you clues. It's like little signposts on a road, okay? Oh, feeling that, what's that telling me? What's that telling me? When you have enough curiosity to actually do that inside dive, okay, inside of yourself, and let's say you've been really stuck, you've been confounded by a problem, um, you, you know, you're stuck in your business somewhere, you don't know what next, uh, let's say, project you want to do or direction you want to go or who you want to hire, who you want to fire, it doesn't matter. Whatever it is, you can really find the information inside. If you use your emotions to look at why am I stuck? What am I not trusting? What is happening inside of me? Because the more you can do that, it helps with your relatability. It helps with your openness, your confidence in your decision-making. Contrary to what most people say are logical decisions. I always love to tear this apart. Uh, most decisions come from not wanting to feel a result that could cause pain. If I choose to invest a million dollars in popcorn kernels that do not pop, and I believe <laughs> somehow that they're going to pop, what is the feeling I'm believing I'm going to have when that miracle takes place? I'm going to think I'm a golden child. I'm going to think I'm amazing. Oh, my God. The feeling of having a miracle take place, right? And other people admiring me for my miracle. Oh, yeah. This is the shit that drives people. Don't ever think it's anything else. Other people may not want to feel the sense of loss when those kernels don't sell and that million dollars went up in smoke. That means those people want to avoid how it would feel and the fallout of circumstances that would happen that they would have to deal with. And when you have to deal with something, guess what? It refers right back to your feelings about having to deal with it. It's not that you're happy about it. You have all sorts of emotions about having to deal with the fallout of a bad deal, right? 
That's what most people fear. Oh, that's going to look horrible if that is the result of my decision. Oh, I don't want to do that because I am, again, afraid of what those feelings are going to be that I'm going to have to deal with. Most people don't actually spell it out that way. But look at something you want to avoid having happen. And what is it you really are trying to avoid? Trying to avoid a certain feeling about it that you're going to have to deal with as part of the circumstances that happen from the result. So to answer, are you too emotional as a leader? If you're having temper tantrums on the job, then yes, please, please, please (laughs) seek out therapy. Seek out some help because you're not dealing with yourself. It's not the job. It's something inside of you that gets triggered and you want to get a handle on that. Okay. Now, if you're just showing emotion, but maybe you feel out of control on the job with it. Like sometimes when we show emotion because we're so used to, let's say, not showing it or being afraid of being seen as someone who can't make it up the corporate ladder or someone who can't run a business or whatever judgment is there. Okay. We might feel out of control showing any kind of emotion, just showing a little bit of it. Or, as I said, only in a situational thing, oh, I'm sorry you lost your dad, or I'm sorry your dog died, or whatever, right? Outside of those kind of situations where you actually show emotion, you want to look at why do I feel out of control if I show emotion, if I show excitement, if I show something where I haven't rehearsed it a million times, because you have shame. So listen into this. If you have so thoroughly compartmentalized yourself that you don't have emotion on the job, but resemble a machine, you might want to learn how to grow tougher tits. Seriously. Okay. So is this a problem or should I say problems? Of course it is. Unless you want to keep yourself under your own thumb, regardless of others judging you. Your own thumb is detrimental to your expansion as a leader, meaning any way that you sit on yourself as though you're a bad girl or someone you do not trust will end up meaning you have a limitation. If you wake up daily with a limitation, you bring it wherever you go. And so when you try to discard emotions or control them in a way that you think is only satisfying to others, you may be screwing yourself. You aren't looking at the root. And until you do it, it means you're not showing up 100% whole and grounded. It means your confidence can be knocked because you are not in control of it. Others are, and the circumstances around you. So as a leader, you want to have the edge, the edge of staying at the lead of the team in being able to receive from your own creative mind next steps that may include risk in a new frontier. And how can you do that if you're afraid of your own emotions? Hmm, right? Okay. Wake up statement. You can to give a quick impression, but it will never allow you to who you are and your success as a leader. Yes. Okay. So a little bit about me. Once again, oh, I can relate to all of what I just said. I have worn all these hats, all these shoes. I have worn this outfit. I've done it all in terms of trying to trash my emotions or being inauthentic emotionally with people I managed. Took me many years of accepting myself, not just repeating the mantra, I need to accept myself. That doesn't work, by the way. So forget those kind of mantras. They don't work. 
but to get out of making subordinates less than me so that my emotional reaction was to minimize them and get angry at their efforts. Oh God, I can't tell you how judgmental I was and uh, how irritated I would get when people would give me excuses. I just did not deal with it well. So anyways, I would joke though. I always had a sense of humor and I'd say things like, can you believe those account executives need a candy bar to show up to work or other times a level of frustration that I sucked in and sucked down could have made me teary eyed and feeling shame as I met with my boss, the CEO. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, you know, here I was a vice president or a regional director or whatever leadership position I had at that moment. And there could be something I wasn't dealing with and that would absolutely come out at the wrong time. Oh my God. I had emotional stuff in the early days of this business as well. So no one could do what I did when I wanted to hire people. Like I wanted to start with an assistant. That was a whole rigmarole in finding somebody that I wasn't looking for them to fail. Oh yeah. Oh, I was good at that. <laughs> I was like really good. I, it was ridiculous because in my mind, nobody could come in and pick up where I am and actually do a better job. I literally had to be the one doing a better job, which is a topic for another podcast, by the way. But I'd be angry with myself and feel like I was a horrible leader and then think I should just trash whatever it is that I'm working on and just get a job that required no leadership skills or any skills really, because of course, you know, I'd go to the extreme. So this extended to things I volunteered for as well. I was always masking my emotions. And so all the stuff I hid and sucked down for some reason, I believe could just disappear. And it did not. It came up in weird ways. Can you relate? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm sure somebody listening can go, oh, I've done some of these things. Yay me. All right. So the solution, it's all about you always, as we know. And here's the deal. What drives you to suck down your emotions? Is it fear of being seen as weak? Were you told by your parents you were overly emotional? You were overly sensitive? Fear of other people not liking you? Fear of loss of respect, loss of control? You need to know what you do fear in being found out. Maybe that's what it is too. Oh God, they're going to find out I'm flawed or they're going to find out whatever ugliness I think I'm hiding. Or maybe they're going to find out that you have emotions, right? Hmm. Do you judge your emotions as ugly or unattractive or so outsized that people would run away in horror? You need to get to know why you judge yourself the way you do. And for those of you who are frozen in time with your emotions, what do you fear about your emotions? Oh, yeah. By the way, it's fear. It's fear, sweetie. It's like, sorry. It's fear. It's always, always fear when you find yourself separating parts of yourself from yourself, like hiding parts of yourself. Yes. The key is to get deep enough to your why and to grow confidence as a whole person. And yes, as you guys know, I have programs for this for sure. And oh my God, you have to go see my website. It is up. It is so amazing. Oh my God. The whole business aspect of my site is just so beautiful. It is just, I look at it and I want to dive in and I want to talk about this stuff and I want to transform leaders like nobody's business every time I look at it. Well, I want to do that anyway. But Regardless, if you have a question too, you can always email business at tracycrossley.com because I can help with everything I talk about. I absolutely can help you. Regardless, in this moment, though, I want to talk about this. Who has the measuring stick you measure yourself with? 
The deal is, as a human being, you have emotions. And when they flow through you, they no longer control you. But when you have a measuring stick that you're afraid, oh, I can only be this emotional. Oh, I can't be that emotional. Oh, I can't be seen this way. Oh, I got to be seen that way, right? You have all of that kind of crap. First of all, you're never going to be confident that way. Sure, you can be confident in your skills. But as a person who breathes, no, you will not be. Not until you master this. You have to allow yourself to feel, to express, and own it. Yeah, own it. That doesn't mean you become crazy because, again, that's a reaction. That's a tantrum. That's something that's outsized, and we're not talking about that here. You want to show up this way, and confidence takes over. When you've got nothing to hide, miracles happen. No one gives a shit about your emotions, and those who mistakenly seem like they do, okay, aren't looking in their own mirror and have a judgment and they're insecure and hey, everybody has insecurities, but that's what they're doing. And perhaps looking at where they can judge you or judge anyone to feel better about themselves, that's their business. That's not your business, which means get out of the business of other people judging you. And if they're going to do it, who cares? You have no control of it anyway. You could be a perfect leader. Somebody will be your critic. I promise you that. So when you have unshakable confidence, then it doesn't really matter at all. Okay. So none of this is easy. Again, you can contact me business at tracycrossley.com. Go check out my programs though on my site because they're bitching. All right. So anyways, wake up statement. You can hide parts of yourself to give a perfect impression, but it will never allow you to maximize who you are and your success as a leader. You have a right to empowerment. You have a right to empower, excuse me, to be empowered and to be the most amazing leader you can be. As you allow yourself to use your own secret weapon, AKA your emotions, you will find that you finally have reached that elusive, unshakable, true confidence that you thought you had before. But now, now you deeply know. So thank you. All right. And you can find me at tracycrossley.com. That's Tracy with no E, T-R-A-C-Y-C-R-O-S-S-L-E-Y.com. All right, you guys, I will see you next time. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to The Power of Me. For more information or to learn about Tracy's programs, please email business at tracycrossley.com. That's business at tracycrossley.com.